Finally, football is back. Well, for Ross County fans anyway, welcome to Highland Football Weekly preview show where we focus on this weekend's action with a heavy focus on Ross County versus Motherwell. On this week's podcast, we catch up with Ross County new boy and friend of the pod, Carl Tremarco, Ross County TV and BT Sport commentator Rory Hamilton and we'll catch up with Motherwell fan and YouTube star Gogsy. 99. That's all to come on this week's episode of Highland Football Weekly. It's been nearly four and a half months since County last played, an eternity for any staggy. Lots of changes on and off the park as well over the summer. Stuart Kettlewell is now in sole charge of the football club with Stevie Ferguson moving to chief executive. Don Cowie has been added to the coaching squad and there's been a promotion for Richie Britton as well. Some new faces in the squad, including former Cali Thistle captain Carl Tremarco. Carl was a guest on episode two of our podcast, one of our more uh, popular podcasts that we've released. It's good to speak to you, Carl. How are things? Cheers, Aldi. Thanks for having me back on. Um, yeah, all good. All good. Enjoying playing football again and, and being amongst a group of lads, albeit different ones. Like, but yeah, really enjoying it. So the last time we spoke, Carl, um, way back in January, which feels like an absolute eternity, um, you were kind of talking about you know the, the uncertainty over your your future at, at Cali Thistle. Um, you left Cali Thistle at the end of, of your contract in May, uh, start of June, correct me if I'm wrong. The move to Ross County, how did that come about then? Um, well, it was a, it come out of nowhere, if I'm being honest. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of resigned to the, because like I said, I, you know, I made no bones about me staying up here and that wasn't like, that wasn't a come and get me plea to Ross County at all. It was just a, that family settled plea type thing you know what I mean I, I always said I'm staying up in the Highlands and, and I kind of resigned the fact that it was going to be part time football because I could have went down to England and carried on playing full time mm-hmm. but we you know we love it up here and the kids are settled and, and I was you know I was quite focused on setting up setting up shop up here for the, for the foreseeable future playing part time and, and getting a job and stuff and I was actually on a, a tiling course that the BFA put on um, I was halfway through that when um, and then the, the manager phoned me and kind of just thrown on my toes what he was thinking and stuff and yeah as soon as he said that I Carlo it's cats like my heart just went oh please 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 you know get, offer me a deal <laughs> basically <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it was it was like come out of the blue it was unexpected and, and something straight away like it lit a fire under me like just straight away wanted to like get going but I knew I had another like four or five days before I was going to speak to them because I was on this Thailand course um, and it was the longest five days of my life and being honest because then I got that many five days the other the other left back in on trial um, who could have just started turning it up and you know changed the manager's opinions and stuff but mm-hmm. luckily enough um, yeah I went down to speak to them and, and it was it was a obviously it was a no brainer it was an easy decision for me to make now, the last uh, couple of weeks you've been in and around the place as well, how have you settled into life at County? Because it's funny, I was talking to Don Cowie about um, his move to Cali Thistle way back in 2007 on the podcast this week, and 
he was saying that well it's quite easy because you know we had John Rankin and Graham Bay and teammates of his how have you settled in at Ross County because there's a a whole host of your your former teammates there Drapes Vigers Billy McKay Joe Chalmers I mean it must it must be nice turning up at a, a new club knowing that you've got a a group of guys already that you're familiar with yeah it, uh, you know there's no bones about it it's, it's, it's a lot easier you know like say you walk into a dressing room and you already know well, you already played with seven or eight of them um, but not even that it's like you know the MNS is a small place even like obviously I've gone for coffees with a few of them boys and then mm-hmm. they've been with a few of the boys so I already knew even more of them before then yep. um, it was you know nights out and you know you'd end up having I had a few beers I've had a few beers with a couple of them before um, over the years and stuff so it's like yeah it, it makes it a hell of a lot easier and I've kind of settled in pretty quick in, in that in that sense because the yeah because I already knew a, lot, a fair bit of them to be honest so it's easier for me what have you um, made of of the the setup at Ross County I know that a lot of a lot of guys that you know rave about you know the setup there and also um, you mentioned them there Stuart Kettlewell I've, I've spoken to a few players who've, who've worked under Stuart and very impressed with uh, with such a young manager yeah I mean obviously you know there's the main no mistake that the, the setup that that's perfect for, for, for football club it's you walk outside the training the changing rooms and you're on the training park like you ask any football player that that's that's ideal it's ideal because when you want to stay and do extra you know you haven't got to potentially wait for them to tell everyone to hang fire in the minibus because they want to travel back to the ground or whatever no it's it's it's, it's it is it is ideal it is ideal I'm not going to lie and I, um, I'm looking forward to enjoying the benefits of that I'm not going to lie um, yeah and like I said the, the, the gaffer I, you know it's only been it's, I haven't been in the door for a couple of weeks but you know it's obviously all changed with, with the being sole manager this season um, and the ideas will be all his own if you like um, but the, what I've been in the, the, the 10 days 11 days that I've been training yeah it's it's all new it's all different and different you know it's, it's a good thing you know it's different to it it's nice to hear sorry different opinions on how the game should be played and mm-hmm. the way he wants it to play than what I've been used to so so yeah like I said it, it's it's like a new lease of life for me if I'm being honest um, and it's 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 just wanting me to get going as quick as I can and get up to speed training and fitness wise and, and get playing games like I say there's there's a whole host of guys in that dressing room who you've worked with at, at Cali Thistle now over the years there's been a, a whole host of players that have swapped County for Cali and, and vice versa you won't be the, you're not the first and you won't be the last to uh, play for, for both clubs you, you obviously leave Cali Thistle after um, wow, how long were you there seven years in total you know some great some some great times at Cali Thistle as well sad to leave Cali Thistle behind at the same time oh yeah listen just because I've gone over to the to the you know to the other team in the city the, the rivals if you like it's doesn't take away what I've done the past seven years there and yep. I enjoyed every single minute of it you know it's the, it's the best seven years that I've had in my career um, and I'm hoping the next year or however long I'm going to be at Ross County you know I can, I can achieve things as well but um, yeah it, like I said it was it, all good things come to an end and like I said the, the, the club didn't didn't offer me a contract it didn't offer me any contract at all um, so they've chose to go in a different direction which is fine that's football that's life that, that's how it is um, so yeah they go, you know, things do come to an end um, and luckily enough for me um, I'm not an end yet I've got another chance to, to prove other people wrong if you like and, and, and 
like I said, there's a fire being lit in me now. That's because it's new and just at the end of the day, just keep playing games, keep keep proving people wrong. That's what I've been doing all my all my career. Now, before the pandemic struck and football was stopped, Cali Thistle were in a very good position. They were fighting for the playoffs. They were aiming for second. You guys were striving for a return to Premiership football. You've you've done that by signing for Ross County. You'll be, you know, taking. You'll be playing Premiership football next season. That must be exciting for yourself to, you know, like you say, to go and prove yourself again at the the, the top level in Scotland. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, I, I, you know, I had a few chats with with, with the with the manager, and it was it was like I said, it was a no brainer for me signing for the many. But yeah, the fact that I did in the Premiership and I wanted to test myself again, you know, and 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 see where see where I'm at. But yeah, it, it, you know, everyone wants to play at the top level in Scotland, and, and and I'm no I'm no exception. I'm no exception. I've been in the championship now for three years. Um, don't get me wrong, we had we had a good run and we had a, we had a de- decent team. We just couldn't get out of the league. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to testing myself against the um, the better players in Scotland. Hundred percent. Now, over the last couple of months, you have watched your beloved Liverpool clinch the Premier League title in front of an empty Anfield. Yourself, for the first couple of months at least, will be taking to the field at empty stadiums up and down the country. Well, you've you've played in a pre-season uh, couple of games already. What are you expecting? How will the experience change playing in a behind closed doors? I, I, I suppose it's a a situation you've been used to, you know, because I'm sure reserve games and things like that behind you, you know, closed doors. But what are you expecting from this season in terms of the first part behind closed doors? Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting it to be strange. I'm not gonna lie, um, but like every. Every football in the Premiership, it's going to be different. It's going to be changed. Everyone's very friendly behind closed doors, but I think as soon as the season starts, there's, there's that little something different. There's that little something different. You shouldn't need motivation. So all the you know people say, you know, the fans get people off games. That's nah. I'm not having that. Like you know, it's again you're playing against another team to get three points. So the motivation's there to win the game straight away. So whether there's fans in there or not. To me, it's 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 not it's not a big deal. It'll be different, obviously, but it's not the be all and end all. If I'm being honest, you know, um, obviously, I would like to be playing in front of X amount of thousands every week, but you know, at the minute, it's not to be. But performance-wise and, and and stuff like that, I shouldn't see it affect anybody. If I'm being honest. And just finally, your first game Monday night against Motherwell. Uh, a tough start. Motherwell finished the season um, in third last year. They had a they had a cracking season themselves. And you'll come up against two former teammates in Jordan White and Liam Polworth as well. Yeah, like they did an unbelievable season last last year. To be fair to them, and, but it, it's good for us, you know. Straight away, first game of the season, we'll we'll know where we're at. We'll know where we're at. You know, I'm, I'm guessing Motherwell will be the same boat as us. Did they, they, they want to want to come offline? Get a good start to the season. Um, so yeah, so you know they finished third last season. So if we can if we can nick a win or, or perform well, you know hopefully that'll put us in good stead. The, you know the first the first quarter, if you like, you know we're not going to think too far ahead of what's going on. But you know, we take each game as they come. I think we got Hamilton the Saturday after the mm-hmm. Motherwell game. But yeah, it's um it's, it'll be a nice test and it'll be a nice it'll be a nice marker to see where we're at as as a squad you know, and what we need to work on or whatnot. You know, so yeah, we're all we're all champing the building off over. To be fair, like. Sure, everyone is. You know, everyone just wants to get back to playing football and getting back to some normality. Absolutely, and hopefully, supporters 
inside the stadiums won't be too uh, far down the line as well. Carlo, uh, all the best for the season ahead. Thanks for spending some time to talk to us and uh, yeah, all the best uh, at Ross County this season. Cheers, all deep top man. Thanks for having me, buddy. More from the Ross County camp tomorrow, Saturday, 9 o'clock, episode 30 of Highland Football Weekly with Ross County legend and first team coach Don Cowie. That's 9 o'clock tomorrow. While supporters might not be allowed inside the grounds until October, clubs are turning towards streaming sites to give fans their weekly fix with virtual season tickets. Ross County TV launches this Monday with BT Sport commentator Rory Hamilton sharing mic duties with Jamie Lyle alongside Stephen Cregan on CoComs. And I'm pleased to say Rory joins us now. Rory, good to have you with us. Ross County TV will be the saving grace for many staggies for the first couple of months at least. How much are you looking forward to the big kickoff this weekend? Yeah, thank you very much. We're all really looking forward to it. I mean, it's been such a such a long time with no football whatsoever up in Scotland and, and kind of looking on enviously as other leagues have, have managed to to finish and, and play out their seasons to a conclusion albeit without fans in the ground so we're, you know we're, we're going to have to put up with that for we don't know how long but um, I think clubs are are being really creative with the way that they are they're getting their their football to the fans who are in such desperate need of it and I say that myself as a, as a football fan it's really something that you you miss in your your, your weekly life is, is watching the football and, and just getting that fix uh, so yeah I can't wait for it to come back and, and really looking forward to to doing some work with, with Ross County as well Now you've through your involvement with BT Sport you've had experience of uh, commentating at games down in England with the Premier League in the last couple of weeks I think you've been involved in uh, some of the pre-season friendlies as well correct me if I'm wrong but um, how has the experienced experience as a commentator changed for yourself commentating on closed door games of course that you know the atmosphere in Scotland it's you know certain venues um is of course very well, what's the nicest word for it very very loud and lively but uh, how's the experience been for yourself in a in a closed door environment it's strange i mean it really i think mostly the first thing you notice obviously is when you arrive and the process of going into a ground and, and we've been some of the ones fortunate enough to be able to, to go into ground so uh, I've done St James's Park Ibrox and Celtic Park um, in the last few weeks which which has been great to get to ground but you know it's temperature checks and making sure you're you're filling in Covid questionnaires mm-hmm. relating to your health and all that sort of thing and then Obviously, you know you've got to socially distance with your um, your colleagues, which is quite strange. Um, you know, and seats between you all. Um, but obviously, you know, then you, you get into the game, and it's very different. You you realise. I mean, it's certainly something I never take for granted. But you just realise how important atmosphere and supporters are to the game and, and, and how they, they move it on and I think from my point of view as a commentator I have to maybe develop a little bit of the way that I commentate because I'm maybe not one that is 
overly talkative. I, I quite like um, the the stadium and the atmosphere to to do some of the telling of the story for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that isn't there, which um, I think now <laughs> I think some that might find it tricky are those on the touchline or the players because now everything's picked up by a microphone so you've got to watch what you're saying which I can imagine some are a wee bit nervous about getting caught out with Yeah, there's been a few instances down south um, of players being being caught out the big debate in the last couple of weeks well, there's been many in, in Scottish football but in terms of the wider football community when, when the closed-door games were first shown down south the big debate is crowd noise and of course, you know, on Sky Sports for example you had the function to to turn off the crowd noise, I quite enjoyed it without the crowd noise, only because I was really interested to, you know, to to see what the shouts were, you know, from the from the from the bench, you know, from players on the field as well. I like that kind of when you can hear the the players shout. I'm assuming as well as a as a commentator and perhaps maybe a, you know as a co-commentator as well. Stephen Craigan's very uh, well educated in football anyway, but I'm assu- I'm assuming it might be easier for for you guys to, to you know to pick up perhaps what the manager's trying to get across to his players, etc. Yeah, I, I, I remember doing it before, and, and actually at grounds like um, the Global Energy Stadium in Dingwall, and uh, when you're in the press and you sit quite close behind the managers, even when there is a crowd, you can hear what they're saying. And I, I remember doing it at Tynecastle when they moved the, the press area recently mm-hmm. behind the managers, and I was fascinated. It was a, I remember a Hearts Aberdeen game, and I just I sat and watched Craig Levine and Derek McInnes and just listened to them and what they were saying. They were just barking orders the entire time. I found it absolutely fascinating. So you get more of that now, um, obviously. And I think on, on the the enhanced crowd effects. It's funny from from working on it. Uh, I've come away and. Th- they, they pump the noise into to my headset anyway mm-hmm. so at that stage I, I can turn it down but that's what I was getting and, and you almost get to certain stages of the game and and, and forget obviously there are no there are no fans there but you, because you've got that atmosphere you know drummed into your head you, you get really used to it and just have to remind yourself you know when the ball goes into the stands that no, there's there's nobody to chuck it back, and everyone's <laughs> working overtime to go and get the balls back and things, and make sure that you don't say something like, "Oh, you know, great atmosphere here today." <laughs> Quite clearly, it's not. <laughs> now the big kickoff, of course, for Ross County is on Monday night, and Ross County Television, of course, as well, at home to Motherwell. You've seen Ross County over the years, and indeed up close and personal uh, last weekend at Celtic Park. What are you expecting from Stuart Kettlewell and his men this season? Well, it's good. Like, like you say, I did um, I did their friendly at Celtic Park, uh, which is you know that's always going to be a tough game, and and they were coming down with a completely fresh eleven as well after playing Livingston the the day before. But I've actually been up in in Dingwall uh, today, mm-hmm. which and doing some filming for for. Uh, RCFC TV, which has been great, and, and getting a, a really good look at the team, a uh, good chat with the manager and uh, new CEO, of course, is with um, Stephen Ferguson moving upstairs. Um, so we, yeah, we had a chat with Ian Vigers and, and Ross Stewart, so everyone can can see that uh, when it airs. Um, and do you know what? I think that this season, probably more than ever, uh, the playing field is slightly levelled 
just mm-hmm. with all the whole situation um, that's going on and no fans. It's new for everyone. Obviously, Celtic and Rangers being the powerhouses that they are, you be. I don't think there'll be many people suggesting they won't be in the top two. I think out with that, everyone's got an opportunity. Um, to really stake a claim and, and, and move as high up the, the table as, as they really feel that they can go mm-hmm. and it's at, it's at the time of the season when I think everyone should have positivity I think Ross County I'm positive about because they were one of the first teams back a slightly new managerial change and set up with, with Stuart Kettlewell taking full charge but obviously well known they got the guys back in early. They got the recruitment done early with five new signings, so they can. They've really had the last good while to to get to know everyone um, and and just to get all their their tactics and things in the right place. Uh, myself and and Stephen Craig were chatting today as well, just about that forward line that they've got. And they, they didn't score enough goals last season. I think it was twenty nine uh, in the league, and. There's, there are goals in that. There's there's you know, four strikers yeah. in there who who have all got goals in them, um, and I, I, you know I, I think like everyone could probably make a case for it. But I think yeah, Ross County can have can have a successful season. I'd, I'd be positive if I was in their camp. Well, here's hoping. Um, just finally, yourself, Jamie Lyle, and Stephen Cragen will be. You know the voice of, of Ross County Television. All his supporters will be tuning in. I was thinking about this earlier on because, of course, on a match day, there will be a lot of businesses around Dingwall that will, you know, will feel the impact that, um, you know, on a normal match day. Of course, there's not the the, the number of fans in and around the, the the town as there there would be. So we're expecting you guys to start off with a wimpy beforehand. At least a couple of pints in the Mallard, and then after the game, you've got to head up to Renato's for a fish and chips. So, I'm expecting you three to uh, to keep us well to keep the businesses in Dingwall on a match day going strong. Can you do that for us? That all sounds absolutely perfect to me. I'm not sure. Maybe a couple of pints after the game. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. Yes, ah, of course. Rory, that good bit of Highland hospitality. Yes, exactly. You're right, Rory. It's been uh, wonderful chatting with you. Uh, wish you all the best for for Ross County Television, and uh, of course the season ahead. You've got you know other commitments as well, um, and it's just great to be talking about football again. But uh, thanks for your time and all the best. Great, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. So it's not all about Ross County on the podcast. We're going to look at the visitors to the Global Energy Stadium on Monday night. Of course, Motherwell, a side who finished third last season and qualified for Europe in the process. Uh, to talk about all things Motherwell, well fan and YouTuber, uh, YouTube star, Gogsy99. Gogsy, it's uh, it's brilliant to have you with me the, this evening. Uh, thanks for spending some time to talk about Motherwell. Are you excited for the start of the new season? Yeah, you know what? I'm absolutely buzzing. It's, it's, a, it's actually a bit of normality uh, because we've had all that over the whole of the close season about whether or not Hearts are going to eventually win their case and then thankfully it's all, all over and now we can actually go and focus on the league and have no, no other distractions and uh, thankfully Motherwell have done nothing but prepare for the season and that's all you can ask for really As I mentioned there, Motherwell finished in the end it was a shame that obviously what happened was, was horrific but in terms of the season was, was brought to a halt 
Motherwell finished third. I'm sure you would have been delighted at the finish. What are you expecting from Motherwell this season? This season, obviously, you always go into every season with a bit of hope that your team's going to do well. But for me, personally, well, I, th- I see us as one of the teams that's prepared best in the league. Like, we got all our signings in really early. And with, with that, I think uh, we're going to go really well and maybe to push for another top four finish and who knows maybe even uh, get third again which would be absolutely fantastic and uh, if we can get a cup run in there as well that's that would be ideal now there's obviously a very nice highland connection because two players that you've signed during the close season have connections to both cali thistle and ross county uh, jordan white first of all signed from cali had a well, in a brilliant time at Cali Thistle the last couple of years. What are you expecting from the big man up top? Well, uh, I actually did a wee podcast with Jordan a couple of weeks ago and um, he, he was uh, giving me good vibes about how he's feeling towards uh, playing for Motherwell. And, uh, I, I like the sort of striker he is. He's, he's a big guy, but he, he doesn't just use his head. He can use both feet as well. So I'm thinking if he can bring his goal-scoring prowess uh, to the Premiership then I can only see him hit double figures at least uh, so if we can get him to score some more goals get the likes of Liam Polworth another yep. ex-Highlander yep. Uh, if, if he can supply the demand then that's that's absolutely fantastic and that's all you can ask for in a striker You mentioned Liam Polworth there of course uh, uh, an Inverness lad born and bred he really has uh, come onto a game for Motherwell he's getting rave reviews down there I'm assuming that you're a big fan of Polly. Oh, Polly's been brilliant for us. I think he was our highest assister last season, and uh, I can only see him uh, getting it even more this season with a full <laughs> with a full 38 game season. He'll he'll get he'll get he'll actually get to play. Um, but you know, he's, he's that sort of player that like I didn't expect much from him. Uh, but then he just surprised me. And the, mo- the more he played, the more confident he got, and he even scored a couple of good goals as well. Mm-hmm. So he's one of these players. That he- he's the sort of unsung hero in the team, and uh, I just love that about him. Now, there's also another Highland connection there. We mentioned Scott Fox, of course. Uh, he 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 was at Ross County a few years ago uh, before leaving. He's he's joined Motherwell. Another shrewd piece of business from Stephen Robinson Motherwell had a goalkeeper uh, leave in the summer, Gillespie joined Newcastle of all clubs, uh, but Scott Fox has, has joined the, the ranks and another safe pair of hands that I'm sure you'll be uh, you'll be glad to have on board Yeah, you, you say is what Motherwell do is we never seen a goalkeeper that's going to just sit and draw in the reserves you know, mm-hmm. we're always going to sign someone that's going to be ready to uh, step up and replace whoever's injured when needed and I mean that's exactly what Mark Gillespie did when Trevor Carson had the blood clot uh, in his arm and uh, Mark Gillespie never really looked, looked bad since and uh, Trevor Carson basically spent all his time on the bench since then uh, so I reckon Scott Fox is going to be the exact same I mean he may have had a bit, wee bit of stick at uh, Thistle but uh, I reckon Stephen Robinson can get the best out of any player you can get a Sunday league player who's about 40 kilograms and he will still turn him into an athlete. That's the sort of manager he is. And I reckon for 
for for what it's worth, I mean, we, we get all these players for free, and then we turn a profit at the end of the day. And um, with the business model we've got, we can only, can only expect it to be uh, even better. Well, it's, it's music to my ears hearing that Stephen Robinson can turn 40 kilogram um, Sunday League players well, into players. 40 stone, 40 stone did, aye, did, sorry. Did, 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 no, listen. There's still hope. There's still hope for me yet. Forty stone. Trust me. Um, I'm delighted to hear that. Might might turn into a player yet. Now, listen. For anyone that hasn't hasn't yet watched any of your videos, I I I, I recommend highly recommend you check out uh, Gogsy ninety nine on YouTube because the, the stuff you've been doing over the last couple of years has been incredible. You you, you go to the game and you're you're basically you're a vlogger. Uh, and you you you, re you capture the the experience. You've even been up to Dingwall a few times as well in your your videos. Yeah. Um. So you're you're you know you travel the 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 length and breadth of the com the country to support your club, and I, I commend you for doing that. This season's obviously going to be incredibly uh, different and and difficult to start with. How are you? Um. Because I'm assuming you're still going to be you know turning out the the YouTube content. How are you going to yeah. uh, to change your um, your content output? This this coronavirus has been a bit of an eye opener for everyone, and I mean, if you're wanting to make it as a content creator, you've got to learn how to adapt. And what what I've been doing over the last few weeks has been experimenting with what sort of content I can make and sort of maybe push out there and see what people will actually get on board with. And what I've been doing is conversing with professional footballers uh, through my through my new podcast, which I started and. That's been getting some really good reviews, and also uh, in terms of match day content, uh, what I will be doing is, uh, well, we, we did a test run last week uh, when Motherwell played Rangers, mm -hmm. on, which was live on Premier Sports. We won't talk about the score, but <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, what we did was uh, we did a live stream. Uh, basically, we were just doing a sort of Gillette Soccer Saturday style uh, sit down chat react to the match live uh, me and a couple of mates that support, support mother will be, we've just started doing that and what we're going to do is I'm going to have a sort of conveyor belt of different guests guests on uh, I'm hoping to get like representation from all the different clubs in the league that we can hopefully uh, collaborate with and uh, get a sort of uh, see what these guys have to say or say if Rangers are playing Ross County and uh, you, you want to come on, that'd be fantastic and uh, we can just chat about the game for the whole 90 minutes and just react to it and see what happens uh, but obviously Mother will be taking a sort of the, 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 the first uh, selection of, of, of the channel but um, whenever Mother will aren't playing we'll still be covering games for example there's four games on Saturday, we don't play till Monday mm -hmm. so we'll be doing a, a few live streams on Saturday and then the live stream on Sunday for the Celtic game as well uh, so just get that out and get some live content going and uh, see if we can get some more traction from that and uh, hopefully we can pick up some more subscribers and see what people think Brilliant, no, that sounds sounds really good uh, Gogzi, but I'm, I'm assuming that you'll be, you know, like everyone you know, desperate to get back to Fur Park and, oh, and, you know, and get back to your bread and butter, but you know, I think that's the key thing, is just learning to Adapt in in quite difficult circumstances, but it looks like you've got yeah. it. You've got it all mapped out. 
Oh yeah, well, you sort of have to in this day and age. Yep. There's so much competition out there. It's a saturated market, so you you really need to stand out. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Gogs, it's been brilliant chatting to you. Um, um, and as I said, I've I've been a big fan of your work over the last couple of years. And anyone who hasn't seen your videos yet, I mean, there's tr some tremendous work uh, that, that vloggers have uh, have put in into uh, you know on YouTube in, in particular. Some fantastic work being being carried out by you guys. So keep going, and obviously. We hope that everyone can get back uh, to watching football uh, in stadiums very shortly. Uh, but Gogsy, again, thanks for your time and, and all the best for the season ahead. Th thanks for having me and uh, apart from Monday, all the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's Highland Football Weekly preview show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's at Highland Weekly or like us on Facebook, HFW Podcast.